Welcome to Blood Moon Milk. This episode is all about the new moon in Leo. The song you hear behind me now is Gaja Maru off of the album Pellucidity by the artist Yaima. And I think this song highlights the kind of magical manifestation work that you can accomplish during this solar eclipse in Leo during the new moon. Enjoy. We'll be right back with the rest of the show.
Blood Moon Milk. This is the podcast where we talk about astrology and, and the moon specifically on a almost bi-weekly basis. And we also give detailed rundowns of the sign the moon is transiting through, as well as talking about crystals, tarot, mythology, and all things mystical and magical. So this episode is all about the new moon and solar eclipse in Leo. <laughs> We're your magnificent hosts, Aurora and Ariana. <laughs> and now we get to talk all about Leo and hear how much Ariana has been dragged through. Has been dragged these past <laughs> three months during Leo season with two eclipses and Mercury retrograde. In my sign, and I'm fucking exhausted. There are so many retrogrades right now, and then Uranus went fucking retrograde today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like, why don't we just dig a hole and lay in it for a while <laughs> until shit starts moving in the right direction again? <laughs> because so you might as well. At least that's how I've been feeling. At least today, <laughs> Ariana came over to record this episode, and I was in the middle of burning a black banishing candle um for lots of things but generally uh i got had the baddies getting me down and i just needed you know what today was the perfect day to get rid of them because we're coming up on the new moon which is why we're recording right now but while the moon is waning it's excellent excellent energy for getting rid of all those negative nancy's those baddie and that baddie energy that uh, might be plaguing you, especially during a quarter moon. There's always some sort of crises theme around a quarter moon. Mm-hmm. So before we get into the depths of Leo and all that that entails and embodies, let's talk about this particular moon because it's kind of a special one. It's our third eclipse in three in the last well, the last three lunations. Mm-hmm. Uh, all in a row were eclipses. So on August 11th, we'll experience the final eclipse of this eclipse season. This eclipse will solidify and finalize the messages from the first and second eclipses we just experienced. If you've noticed a theme through the last two eclipses, take heart and stay strong. There will be more messages on that theme coming to you with this one. Um, And just be open to whatever starts to flow in. Um, eclipses have multiple times the power as a regular new moon, so make sure that you take full advantage of all that Leo energy on offer. Another thing to note is that eclipses tend to bring up emotional patterns that need to be dealt with. So if you find yourself asking, why does X, Y, or even Z always happen to me? That's a big clue as to what you can use this energy to heal moving forward. I suspect there has been lots of personal shifts happening out there for many people in the last month and a half. Eclipse season tends to do that. And I know personally, I have experienced a lot of change recently. And after that full blood moon eclipse in Aquarius, I needed almost a full week to just chill. If you follow us on Instagram, you probably didn't see much from me other than saying I needed to chill, Yeah, (laughs) frankly. But... That's just me honoring myself and the energy and the tides of the moon. And sometimes that's going to happen. And that is more than okay. And I refuse to feel guilty or like I need to make content for something when what I really needed to do was reconnect with myself and center myself and find even more inspiration and more... uh, um, I need to find even, an even more centered drive going forward, which k- 
kind of happened sort of miraculously by just chilling out. So I don't feel guilty at all. I'm glad you're with us for this episode. And I want you to know that if you felt similarly, that it's totally okay. And that's kind of what that time is perfect for. So if you don't take advantage of it, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice. Um, But just do whatever feels right to you. And like with all of the things that we have on offer here, just take what resonates and leave the rest. Um, Sometimes with all this manifesting that kind of happens in our day-to-day lives, it's hard to remind yourself just to relax and take a deep breath. And if that's all you can do, that's perfectly okay. That's all you have to do. Just keep breathing and keep showing up. Keep showing up. So this is a partial solar eclipse in Leo. So last, so you were releasing what no longer served you and the collective in the Aquarius full moon. Aquarius about the collective. And so now you're giving a supercharged, hella fertile new moon in the sign of creativity, Leo, to bring you the highest level of co-creation possible. This is where you search deep into your ego and your shadow to find what exactly serves you and how you can manifest the fuck out of it. Get wild with your daydreaming and do not impose limits. Do not allow your fear and self-judgment to hold you back. What are you missing? What do you need to feel at peace in your life? To feel you are doing your true soul's purpose and where do you feel like you're being eclipsed? The sun is being eclipsed right now. Mm-hmm. So what do you need to do to start to shine with absolutely no fucking shame? Do that. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, no shame. Yeah, hell yeah. no. No judgment, no shame. Yeah, there's no shame allowed here. Mm-hmm. The only shame you should have is for not doing what feels right to you in the moment. True. As long as it doesn't hurt somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Obviously. It's like the big rule. Like, don't yeah. hurt people. Yeah, just stay in your fucking lane. <laughs> That's the only limit we have. Stay in your fucking lane. Yeah, and if you gotta get over, use your damn turn signals. <laughs> <laughs> you have them, Atlanta. It's a law. They come with your car. God, they come with your car. <laughs> <laughs> They're not extra. <laughs> They're not just a fucking courtesy or a suggestion. <laughs> Somebody almost ran me off the road this morning. I was so mad. Still mad about it. Sorry. Little rant. The retrograde. Speaking of which, on the plus side, after this eclipse, Mercury, Mars, and Saturn will go direct. So the insights you've made during this intense time of reflection, shredding, and cleansing will finally be begin to move forward into action come September. Oh my god, I can't fucking wait. Cannot fucking wait! I have had so much space cleared in my life recently it is ridiculous i I saw this really funny meme on facebook or something the other day and it was like a person staring at an empty shelf (laughs) like at a grocery store or something and then the caption was deciding which friends to hang out with (laughs) and they're like hmm looking at nothing and i was like yeah that's me right now (laughs) It's fine. So let's talk about the sign characteristics and qualities of Leo. It's the fifth sign of the zodiac, and it's also a fire sign. It's the second sign of the fire triad, and it's also a fixed sign, and it's ruled by the sun. 
So Leo's, moi, we thrive on social interactions and have no problem making friends. Although putting them down to spend time with you is another story. We put ourselves first and we'll, what? What? She's looking at me. <laughs> Look. <laughs> Look, I talk about this. Hold on. Leo's put themselves first and we will turn down a plan that doesn't fit with their agenda or idea of fun. This trait has gained them an unfair reputation for being stuck up. But on the flip side, when a lion chooses to spend time with you, it's generally because I want to. So when I tell people I'm introverted, they look at me like I'm fucking crazy because I'm loud and funny and quote, always busy says my friend and quote talk to everyone in the neighborhood unquote says my friend but what they don't know is that i drink multiple cups of coffee a day usually quad or pentashots and take two hour naps in the afternoon between work and podcasting social engagements or walking my dog which takes about an hour i'm a sagittarius so i'm different (laughs) (laughs) she really likes people and like genuinely wants to hang out with people and she's like i'm really busy i know she means i'm at work or i'm having a social engagement which she considers to be like a part of self-care and my self-care is naps yeah but this isn't about sagittarius this is about leos leos are passionate in all pursuits, including relationships, and they take it upon themselves to be the best partner you've ever had. They love grand gestures, and they want to show the world how attentive and caring they can be. They also can't resist flashiness Mm. and often buy their partner the biggest and best presents. That's a problem. Mm. Sagittarius, that's a fire sign thing, I think. Yeah. Like, fire signs really like to buy, uh, they like to gift. Mm -hmm. Um, That's true. Ryan's Sagittarius sister gives me really thoughtful gifts too. I have a, a one Sagittarius friend who has given me hands down the most thoughtful gifts I've ever gotten in my life. And I, I I've been the bad Sagittarius in that friendship because I haven't been able I haven't ever figured out what I can give that's on par mm. with what she has given me. So, one day I'll figure it out. You it'll be good. great gifts. Well, thank You've you. You've never fucked up. I fuck up all the time. <laughs> Not You don't fuck up on my gifts. Okay. Well, that's good. So, where are we? Oh, think that scene. Oh, yeah, they buy their partner the biggest and best presents. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely am like, I'm going to have $200 budget for my partner. Like, Whoever I'm dating, they get at least $100. And then I'm one of those assholes who makes that giant... I take a poster board and I fold it in half and I make that a Christmas or birthday or Valentine's Day card. And I, like, I hand draw everything and, like, I cut out magazine pictures and, like, I put, like, poetry and songs and I make mix CDs and I, like, put all the things that are, like, about us and, like, I'm disgusting like that's precious i would be so afraid of you if i were dating you though like that would scare me to high heavens i'd be running away yeah it's uh think that scene with the radio under the window what's that movie where he like holds up the radio oh uh say anything say anything that is me john cusack yes i love him that is leo that right there i can't tell you how many poems and 300 playlists and mixed cds that i've made for my partners over the years and scrapbooks memory boxes and those giant poster board cards i think leo's really do love music more than most other signs 
Because it's a sign of creativity. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I know, but, like, a lot of Leo... I've had a lot of Leo friends in my time, and um, most of them, if not every single one of them, actually, now that I think about it, who were, like, classic Leos loved music Mm -hmm. so if you're looking for a gift for the leo in your life i would recommend some sort of a musical experience Mm -hmm. yes like something that's in line with their tasting about Mm -hmm. them that's always the key with good gifts we love musicals so like theater like i love rent like i mean we're all like theater fucking minors and majors like i am anyway and or yeah i think my other leo friend was a fashion designer and then (laughs) this other guy i knew was a film editor so definitely in the creative arts and Mm -hmm. fields so uh a good date with a leo would be going to a concert or a museum of some sort yes yeah so work and outward appearances matter to the sign and they're super willing to do whatever it takes to gain a job title or workplace status even if it means temporarily sacrificing their precious leisure time. Remember the naps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Capricorns and Leos really embrace the hustle to have nice things and respect. Leos often take on too much because they're always the martyr slash hero, <laughs> and then they'll snap <laughs> and not do anything. So work-life balance is also a priority for Leos, even though sometimes when things aren't quite aligned correctly, eh, <laughs> it doesn't work out so well. So it's a good thing to know if you are a Leo, if you have a, a Leo rising or moon sign, that when things feel off balance in these areas, maybe think about how to center yourself again. It's one of those like those ticks that you can pay attention to and maybe uh, key into. And when you notice it happening, you can figure out how to fix it so it doesn't get out of control. Mm-hmm. Because we're fucking mean. We're mean, 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 mean. We don't lie. But like when we snap, it's full blown hell. Like, I am ashamed of the... I've only blown up, like, two or three times on people, like, in my life. But they have been vicious and disgusting. And I I feel like I'm going to go to the gates of heaven and St. Peter's going to be there and be like, so remember those two things, like, those, like, disgusting rants that you went off of on these two innocent girls because you were fucking jealous? Yeah, you can't get in because of that. That was too much, like... You can't get what in. What you do? Like light their hair on fire or something? Oh, I just brought up their most intense insecurities and threw them in their face. Like evil shit. Like evil Why do shit. people do that? Because I'm evil. <laughs> I'm not really. I'm an angel. Not but I you. Just... I mean, I just like people like I've had people just I, I, like I guess it's some sort of weird tool that people have like they default to. I don't fight that way. I mean, I don't either. I generally just avoid and wait for them to hate me, as we discussed. Um, but uh, there were a couple of occasions where someone did something specifically that triggered me, that made me go into blind fucking ape shit rage, and my lizard brain took over, and I had no morals. My frontal lobe just ceased to exist, and I just dredged up every awful thing I could think about that person. And I purposely went after them to hurt them. And I said the nastiest, meanest, most offensive things. Like like stuff that I will, I'm so ashamed of and I can't really get over. And I'll never forget it. We and, all have our shadow sides. And that's a shadow. Like the strength card. Mm. 
That beast? Mm. Um, I'd like to remind all of our listeners right now that the lion, as beautiful and majestic as they can be, they are also equipped with claws and teeth. We are wild. And they also like to hunt in packs. Mm -hmm. And specifically, uh, it was the Babylonians, I believe, who called this constellation Ursula, actually, and... Uh, the Babylonians actually called what we call the constellation of Leo Ursula. It was still a lion, but it was named Ursula because it was a female lion specifically because the females are the ones who go and hunt for the pack. Mm-hmm. They raise the children, and it's their strength that holds the community together. Mm-hmm. And they stalk and then pounce. Yeah. So when I think it's a really good point to make when we think about the traits of different astrological signs to also think about the behavior of their mythological counterparts um, and how that story translates to personal and, and interpersonal characteristics and behaviors of people. Because if you can think about those things while you have this Leonine individual in mind, then Maybe some of their behaviors and characteristics can make a little bit more sense and give you some insight on how to best cope or deal with or manage, prepare for, or just get along with in a beneficial way. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're both fire signs, so we naturally tend to get along really well, but that doesn't mean that um, we don't have issues that we need to work on. Because any close working personal or interpersonal friendship or relationship, especially when you're working on a like pro bono creative project <laughs> like a podcast, like there can be a lot of ego involved. So I think it um, it's just always a good reminder to uh, be open to insight wherever it might come from. And one of those things can be the actual physical traits of what these mythological creatures that are being represented in the stars um, are representative of. Mm. It's sort of like when you go to your friend's house and they have a really cute kitty and you go to pet it and they say, hey, she'll switch on you really quickly. There's a couple little signs that you look for right before that cat goes at it. Mm. That's what you got to know. And like, know, like, hey, don't touch her belly. Don't touch her butt. She doesn't like it. Yeah. And she'll fucking rip your hands to shreds. Yeah. That's some past life trauma there. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll probably take a little music break here. Um, so Leos often tend to have big hair, kind of like that lion mane, even though uh, some cultures decided to represent the Leo as the female lion. But I think... Everybody typically thinks of the the male line with a big mm. mane when they think of Leo, but also Leos have huge hair. That's one way you can kind of pick them out in a crowd if you're looking at them. With or that, good hair, or long hair, or dyed hair. Like we take care of our hair. Oh well, that yeah, that all goes into that public appearance. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, I feel like in my life I've known a lot of Leos to be blonde, mm-hmm. if not natural, then artificial. Mm-hmm. And that feeds right into this next song that we're going to listen to, which is Dolly Parton's Dumb Blonde. Don't try to pry your way 
vibrations of leo so since it's your sign you can go ahead with the high side the high vibes Mm -hmm. so we're very kind-hearted we rule the heart chakra we're energetic optimistic and very straightforward we're not really known for lying (laughs) lion (laughs) lion lion. yes and we're intensely loyal that comes with being a that comes with being a fixed sign um, we're very courageous, kind, generous to a fault, tip way too much, um, very protective, nakedly honest, very entertaining. Um, we do think we're special, but we also think that you're special too. So when we shine, we want to not overshadow you. We want you to shine too. It's not about sharing the spotlight. We just want everyone to have their own fucking spotlight and stand under it and shine bright. I think that's a really great example of the high side of Leo. Um, There are, you know, every sign has its shadow qualities for sure. Um, And we never want anybody to feel like we're beating up on them because these are these are qualities that anybody could manifest um, at any point in their life, no matter what their sign is. But uh, they just tend to have a little bit more tendency to manifest with these signs than they do if you're, say, a different sign mm-hmm. and um, i feel like leos really get a bad rap like a really bad rap for being like self-absorbed or egotistical when it's like we are just really into ourselves and we also think that you should be into yourself we don't want to share the spotlight because you have your own motherfucking spotlight so stand under it and be I, proud i think that's <laughs> a really great way to introduce the shadow side because i think maybe for some other signs it doesn't feel like mm-hmm. um Leos want to share the spotlight. It feels more like they're there to take and direct the spotlight onto themselves. And this can be misconstrued as being egotistical or a show off or being a headstrong, possessive, dominating, arrogant, impatient. Narcissism is something I have seen in Leos before. I'm kind of narcissistic. And, you know, like we all have our moments, of course, um, but I definitely met more than my fair share of narcissistic leos not that you're one of them um i think megalo what is megalomaniac megalomaniac megalo megalomaniac maniac thank you yeah it's kind of like megalomart but like megalomart <laughs> yeah but megalomania martin it's megalomart. the place where all the prices are really low and everybody's a crazy person oh okay so libras <laughs> I'm just, they really like shopping Libras? Yes! Oh my nah. god! Girl. Nah. Girl. Libras are fucking 
I'm talking there, to a moon in Libra. Yeah, you're a moon in Libra. That's not the same also, thing. Also, some of my best friends are Libras. Yeah, so. and one of my all of my best friends are Libras. And you know who I go shopping with all the time? Libras. They always buy me shit. Which is nice. Uh, actually, maybe do maybe Libras do like to go shopping. They love thrift stores. They're always They do have thrift stores. I had a Libra friend who owned a thrift store, actually. That fucking makes so much <laughs> sense. Oh, my God. Like, what else would yeah. they do? Oh, travel no. yeah um <laughs> not make decisions <laughs> oh yeah no they do they anyway we'll talk about yes. labor soon I love um, it's coming so up much. it's coming up in september Finally. um <laughs> oh september cannot come soon enough oh guys. my god Libras are probably just like they always get like such sweet months i mean they're such sweet signs so i guess it all just kind of flows together they're like oh wow well, this is easy Meanwhile, every Cancer and Leo is like, ah! <laughs> I don't know. I like the Leo or the the Libras. I know one of them is on a trip to Europe right now and had their scooter stolen, um, and they got chased away by a group of teenagers with rocks in Ireland. And then they had to get another gang to go get their scooter back. So I don't think it's easy for everybody if if they're not Leo or Cancer. I think everybody's. I just whatever their se- I meant their season is ah, easy. Like September is a pretty chill month. I thought you meant like this particular retrograde season. Oh no 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 no! I no. think it's rough for all of us. Oh yeah, my, my Libra <laughs> friend is definitely having a moment. But like fixed signs, and if you have a lot of uh, personal or yeah personal planets that Mercury is affecting, like my Mercury's mm-hmm. in Virgo, so every Mercury retrograde will always be a shit show for me, or will always be affected. Weirdly. My tarot readings are, like, super fucking on point when I am Mercury's in retrograde. Hmm. So that's a thing. But I feel like I can't... Sometimes I'm not as good as articulating them. Yeah. So, but fixed signs, because all the retrogrades are happening, like, in Leo, the Libra... And Leo's opposite is Aquarius and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. those ones have been, like, really fucking triggered right now. Yeah. Um, fun fact, Mercury retrograde will be um, in Scorpio coming up soon the Mm. next one okay so hello gonna have problems then because my mercury's in scorpio oh god you poor i know um however (laughs) i um i think we are going to be offering a mercury and retrograde survival guide for our patreon subscribers and um we will be talking more about that in the near future but for now let's go and finish off the shadow side of (laughs) leo um because every sign has shadow sides leo's unfortunately uh oh wait wait okay so leo's are ruled by the sun and most leos are as bright as that planetary body however unfortunately that can also be deceptive Leos can often, or Leos often will not tell others when they are feeling down and will instead hide it under a cheerful demeanor. (laughs) I'm so triggered right now. Look. It's okay. I still love you. Um, Instead of suffering in silence, Leos should open the fuck up. Look. (laughs) 
I am so called out right now. She wrote this so in advance, and we had to have, like, a long talk about my feelings and how I've not been opening up and how I've been passive-aggressive and cunty and all my typical Shadow Leo-ass These are all your words, by the way. I didn't... Yes, I'm, I'm speaking. I'm calling myself out. I was a very Shadow Leo this past week, and I am sorry. I should have opened up. It's okay. We're still friends. Yes, we did it. It's, uh... It's all these planets in retrograde, man. I swear. Um, it's like the whole solar system is flushing backwards from, like, that toilet in Australia. Like, oh, all uh, the toilets in Australia yes. go backwards. But, like, it's weird. <laughs> it's I just weird. needed this carnelian, which we will talk about, and a lot of champagne. I am drunk. Good. <laughs> That's the fun. Come over to a Sagittarius's house and get your... Get drunk. Um... <laughs> Also, okay, so let's talk about some of the famous Leos. Um, my favorite president, yeah, Barack Obama. Mine too. Um, everybody's. He's such a good well, not everybody's, unfortunately. Well, he should be. Everybody, you're wrong. Everybody who's not out for themselves. Um, so uh, then Leonardo DiCaprio, who gave me the biggest lady boner ever when I saw Titanic. Aww. I will admit that. That was my first movie I saw, and I was like... Crush. Mine was Orlando Bloom as Legolas. Of course obviously. it was. Obviously. Oh, of course it was. Of course it was. Um, <laughs> I know. There's, uh, <laughs> there's there's something about all the all the life drawing classes I've been to that I think were somehow inspired by Leonardo DiCaprio um, and his let me draw you like your like yeah, your French, your lady. French lady girls. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's also Mila Kunis, Daniel Radcliffe, and J.K. Rowling, as well as Chris Chris Hemsworth, uh, Jennifer Lawrence, and Madonna. Those are great examples. I love all of those people. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about the mythology behind Leo. Uh, the ancient Greeks represented the Nemean lion killed by the mythical Greek hero Hercules. As one of his 12 labors. It couldn't be killed with mortal weapons because its fur was meant to be impervious or immune to attacks. Mm -hmm. And its claws were super sharp. They were sharper than swords. And they could cut through everybody's armor. So it was a magical fucking lion. Yeah. Obviously it's magic. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> like, I, you know, I kind of wish there were more magical lions. That's uh, why you have me. Well, like, when you see these sad, stupid things on Facebook or Instagram, they're like, so-and-so killed a lion club and oh then my. was, like, mm. murdered by the pride. I'm like, yeah, y'all are magical. Go pride. Mm -hmm. Fuck people who kill lions or any wild animals, Yeah, by the just way. fuck people who kill things, <laughs> like, yeah, in general. True. Like, uh, anyway, we'll just stick with the mythology for now. <laughs> so, the lion is usually considered to have been was considered to have fallen from the moon as the offspring of Zeus and Selene, or maybe also <laughs> and or born from the chimera. Uh, we don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't watch who got down with who and what popped out of where. That is an interesting... I, I need to look up more of the symbology of the chimera, but... It's half lion, half man, right? And something... It's like multiple... It's like... It's a snake, too. I think it has like the snake tail, the legs of a alligator the body of a 
If it has not the legs of an alligator and the body of a lion, that is a fucked up looking animal. I, like, I, had, I had this really weird book when I was a kid, and it was like a Disney book, but like in the back of it was this weird fucking creature and I would stare at it for hours and it would it had the legs of an alligator the like the the body of a lion the tail of a snake and like the head of a dragon like it was fucking nuts and I feel like later as an adult I was like chimera and I'm like I think that's what that animal is and we are googling it now yeah oh okay so it has a fire-breathing monster... Uh, a, a chimera is a fire-breathing monster. Mm-hmm. Oh, fire-breathing female monster. Yes. Very important that it has a vag. Mm-hmm. And has a lion's head. So it's a lady lion. Mm-hmm. Like a sphinx. Yep, yep. Um, and a goat's body. Mm-hmm. And a serpent's tail. Yes. Which would be Leo, Capricorn, and Scorpio. There we go. See? Are those all fixed signs? Mm-hmm. Leo... Or not Capricorn, but the yeah. goat could be Aries. But that's not a yeah, fixed sign um, either. Well, it's like we have the serpent, the goat. I mean, because it says goat in this one, but it could have been a bull. So it could have been Taurus. And then the lion head. And then the feminine side of it, or the fire breather part of it, would have been Aquarius. But, like, I always heard dragon. Like, I didn't say fire breathing female monster. So... I that could have been yeah dragon makes sense yeah but dragon representing air or female like because when you see the tarot card it has like it just has a head that Mm. represents Aquarius like blowing air and the other one's the head of an eagle the head of a bull and the head of a lion but the human head is a female is supposed to represent Aquarius so I think that's what that is yeah so whether it's the moon or a chimera either way it's very very allegorical well, usually that's how things work with mythology mm-hmm. and astrology. And astrology. They're all allegorical for greater, bigger things. And it probably is aliens at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Um, so this lion was the first of Hercules' 12 labors, which he was set out to do by the king Eurystheus, which was his cousin. <laughs> and so he his first task was to slay this impossible beast, which was an Amean lion. Hercules went out and wandered the area until he came to the town where he met a boy who said that if Hercules killed the lion and returned alive within 30 days, the town would sacrifice another lion to Zeus. But if he did not return within 30 days or he died, the boy would sacrifice himself to Zeus. That's weird. That, what? Yeah. Who came up with these rules? This is a fucked up game. Um. (laughs) Yeah. I just thought he had to do it to do something. If he didn't do it, the little boy would kill himself. And Hercules couldn't deal with little boy suicide. He was like, well, now I gotta kill it. And I'm the strongest dude ever. So off to kill the Nemean lion we go. That's some intense manipulation. Jesus. God, he didn't want to be guilty of, like, infanticide by proxy. Right. Um, (laughs) And... So, not to be guilty of infanticide by proxies, <laughs> Hercules went and got some arrows, and not knowing that his golden fur was impenetrable, he found the lion and shot at it with his bow, which, of course, he discovered uh, that the fur was pretty much impervious to arrows because, mm-hmm. duh, magic lion. And they just bounced off and were like, burp, burp, burp. 
Yeah, this would be a great cartoon. I know. We should have an animated version of everything. <sighs> one day, one day. Um, after some time, Hercules made the lion return to his cave. Who knows how? We weren't there. Don't know. Maybe he taunted just, him with... He just fucking annoyed him. Like, just, like, kept... Through rocks. I, I mean, like, okay, so he's fucking impervious. That doesn't mean he's impervious to emotions. So, like, if someone Ooh, was shooting arrows at yeah. you for, like, a fucking Ooh, day... If this was the... Well, this is the Leo lion. Right. So, if... He would shut down versus uh-huh. rather fighting. Uh-huh. He would go hide under his blanket in his cave. Of course. This we makes so much like, sense. Ugh, I don't want to do- make the fucking movement. It's so annoying. He's just like, oh, I don't want to deal with this asshole who is bringing me down. I'm going to go hide my head in the cave. Or not even hide. It's just like, ugh, I'm going to go take a nap and maybe they'll leave. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So uh, the cave had two entrances, though, and one of which Hercules blocked while, let's say, the nap that the lion was napping mm-hmm. and um so hercules then went in the other side and stunned the beast with his club using his immense strength and then strangled him to death <sighs> hercules and during the fight the lion bit off one of his fingers though so good job lion mm-hmm. uh also sorry this guy brutally murdered you but you sort of saved the life of that kid Right. And apparently was this lion like going around like fucking up people or were they just like all trying to get him as a trophy and to kill him? And then he's like, well, if you can do it. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. I want to say that this lion was probably innocent. Probably. I mean, if he's impervious to everything, why does he need to go terrorize the town, if you will? However, we weren't there. We Mm -hmm. don't know. It's just, just a story. Yeah, it sounds like those dragon myths where they, like, send a knight off to kill the dragon because he keeps coming into the town to steal women or eat their sheep or whatever. But, like, was this lion doing anything? Like, this lion was just chilling for all we know. Right. Or was he just a magic lion and we just <laughs> needed a story to talk about the procession of the sun through the signs? Yeah. And also, we just kill everything beautiful. That's so true. After... <laughs> yeah. Uh, after slaying the lion, Hercules tried to skin it with a knife from his belt, but he kind of failed because, again, that skin was magical. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, Athena... The goddess of wisdom and war and strategy. Yeah. Was like, hey, hey, dumbass. <laughs> yeah. Use one of the claws, <laughs> one of those sharp ass claws, and skin that motherfucker. Um, <laughs> or just skin that lion. It's like, use your brain. See, yeah. the whole thing about Hercules, and I feel like they talk about this in the mythology, like just the Greeks, is that he was kind of stupid. Yeah. No, he, he was the definition of all brawn no brains yeah, yeah very brawn yeah and what is brawn i mean <laughs> anyway sorry i'm just imagining like something very brown and oh, just yeah. muscular but like <laughs> brawn but i feel like it probably wasn't his fault because you know when you're that fucking strong and like a demigod from like birth like what do you fucking need to go to school for <laughs> yeah you just rip up trees and make fences out of their branches like toothpicks, mm-hmm. like a plaything, or just like start working and making money. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So he returned to the town carrying the lion on his shoulders, and the king Eurystheus was amazed, but also obviously fucking terrified because this guy just killed a magic lion that nobody else could kill. Mm-hmm. So 
And it skinned him. Yeah. So he didn't, it wasn't just the carcass. It was like... It was like and, the carcass plus like the skin. I'm pretty sure he was wearing the skin of the lion as like a headdress mm-hmm. probably. Kind of like that Mercury drawing he just did yeah. the night. Um, and also that lion was probably heavy as fuck and like her Hercules huge, is just... probably. Yeah, he's just strolling in with like pieces of it on his back like, what's up motherfuckers? Yep. <laughs> I got this lion. <laughs> also, kid, don't kill yourself, <laughs> <Right>. please. <laughs> I did it. Can we not <laughs> kill yeah. the child? Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, also you got to go kill the Hydra. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's take a quick music break and we'll come back with tarot and crystal studies chakras and our mindful manifestation questions for self-reflection and wrap up the show the song you hear behind me now is mr blue sky by electric light orchestra
so let's get into tarot. All right, so uh, Leo, there's two big associations with uh, Leo in the tarot. So first is obviously the sun card because Leo is ruled by the sun. Um, but the card that's actually of Leo or is you know aligned with Leo would be the strength card. So this card shows uh, the woman and she's holding <laughs> or even caressing yeah the lion. this like giant lion with its tongue out and it's very very particular with the hand placement of this woman she's dressed in white which represents like innocence and purity and like virginity meaning like not when they said virgin like back in the day they didn't mean like not having sex it just meant that she was not married like she wasn't mm. owned or controlled by any man like there was no ownership so she, it represents freedom and wait so i could be a 30 year old virgin yes totally awesome <laughs> okay if you want married and no man tames you and you are independent then you are a virgin priestess woman thing that's accurate Yes, I agree with this. <laughs> okay, sorry to interject my own <laughs> shit. So this woman of purity or feminine energy of purity, which is very specific that it's feminine energy, holds the lion's head with her left hand and underneath the jaw, which is just resting there, is her right hand or vice versa. Anyway, the left hand is considered the receptive hand so it's doing no work to hold this lion down it's the you know the weaker hand the one that's like receiving the feminine side your yin and the yang the right hand the dominant the active hand is underneath and caressing the lion and this represents uh taming your emotions but doing it in a not quite passive aggressive but in allowing your emotions to be there to accept them and to flow with them not letting them overtake you not letting the wildness that's inside of you totally consume you you can have your wildness and your emotions and your passions but they don't have to turn you into something without morals and constraints and boundaries and care for other people. If you want to truly be in control of your life, then you will control your inner lion. Yeah. Also, this is a, a card of duality as mm -hmm. well. So you've got the strength that's represented by the lion, but also the the femininity that is represented by the maiden as, as well. So... Um, I think when you interpret this card in a reading, it's kind of important to keep that in mind. Also, if you like our interpretations <laughs> of tarot and tarot cards, we also offer tarot readings that are the two of us. Um, Ariana has an almost encyclopedic knowledge of tarot cards, which is excellent and an amazing resource, where I myself, Aurora, am more of an intuitive reader um, who just tends to tap into the energy and just observes um, the way the cards are positioned and gains insight through um, almost through happenstance but a lot of times I would say it's pretty accurate just depending on the situation so they're available on our apothecary page on our website which is bloodmoonmilk.com and I hope that you will follow, like check us out there or follow us on Instagram uh, where we're also active pretty regularly mm -hmm. And you can also get tarot readings through our Patreon by being a supporter there. Yes, absolutely. That's a great thing to point out. And we are going to be offering a lot more stuff on our Patreon in the very near future. So uh, be sure to check us out and think of us like your neighborhood astrology 
gurus that aren't Netflix or Amazon. <laughs> like, we're just two people making a thing. So support us. It actually, your support and your kind words always come back to us in our time and energy making this thing. And your encouragement really means the world to us. It really does help to lift us up when maybe we're not having the best day and we wonder if we should keep going. So thank you for listening and thank you for supporting us. With that, let's get into crystal studies. Advanced crystal studies with Aurora. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) (laughs) The stone that I picked for Leo (laughs) is a really beautiful variant of Chalcedony, which is carnelian. It is great at stirring up and inciting emotional warmth and it aids in sociability, which are also very Leo, Leonine, Leoistic, mm. Leoistic characteristics. <laughs> um, there, it also helps to foster creativity. It's a bright, almost fiery, kind of orangey red. So uh, it's a, it's a fire sign stone just mm-hmm. by looking at it. Um, but it's also great for bringing courage and happiness and renewing self-esteem. Um, it's also really great at aiding in past life review. Um, so that's uh, an added benefit. Um, but also, it's great for overcoming ab- issues surrounding abuse of any kind, which aid in, again, that strength mm. that we were talking about earlier. Like the inner strength that comes from within that's not necessarily outwardly forceful. Oh, yeah, which is all about the sun Mm -hmm. because the sun feeds on its own energy Mm. it creates its own energy from internal combustions of various kinds that i can't even begin to comprehend but it's it's so magnetic and powerful that it's creating all these chemical reactions and we all depend on it that's a fucking beautiful way of describing like the sun and the energy of the sun card in tarot like it feeds off of its own energy Mm mm-hmm Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the Leo that I want to see in Aurora. <laughs> no Leo at all on my chart. Um, <laughs> um, so Carnelian also improves analytic abilities and clarifies perception. <laughs> it sharpens concentration and dispels mental lethargy. It also protects against envy or rage or resentment even. It can help calm anger and it gets rid of and helps to get rid of emotional negativity and replace it with a love for life. Which these are all very, very, like, by-the-book Leo characteristics. So if I had to pick... I know it's not the birthstone of Leo, but if I had to pick one stone for you to meditate with and work on um, or work with during this new moon lunation, I would definitely recommend Carnelian. And I am vibing with it. Oh, yeah. I just... I like to surprise... Uh, gifts to my friends. So, uh, Ariana got a new, and I picked it up for a couple weeks ago, and she's just getting it now. So, um, I hope it brings lots of all that good stuff we just talked about. Mm. So, with that in mind, let's go ahead and talk about chakras. Um, I like to think that uh, both the crown and the heart chakra are relevant with working with this Leo energy, um, mainly because the heart chakra, Leos are so intensely loyal and devoted to their relationships, but also um, the sun relates to the crown chakra since that's where the divinity comes from. Yeah, and I was going to say, okay, so in my little guide thing that I wrote, I it was channeled to me. So, like, this isn't 
just shit. Anyway, whatever. So what they told me was that kings were associated with the crown chakra because of course yeah because of the connection to divinity which is of why you're called kings your highness because yeah. they were closest to god they yeah. were supposed to speak for god and since mm-hmm. leo is the main star is ruled by regulus which is the heart of leo it's called the king star mm-hmm. and so you know king star in regulus mm-hmm. which is the ruler of kings Mm-hmm. You know, kings in the tarot does not represent a gender. Mm-hmm. It represents a status of closeness to God or divinity. Mm-hmm. Or consciousness, would, even. Yeah, yeah like in higher consciousness. Yeah. So, therefore, the crown chakra. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, focus on meditating and connecting through your crown chakra during your meditation for this new moon while you're manifesting um, all these qualities in Leo that you want to bring into your life. And you can do that through. You can do that through some of our questions for mindful manifestation and mindfulness. And some of these questions that we've suggested are: How can I more embrace the spotlight? Have I been too wrapped up in my ego? We can all say yes to that and not feel ashamed. By the way, it's true. You're allowed. It's a self. It's for self-preservation. Yeah, your yeah. ego is your brain's way. Of protecting you from past traumas and fears and anxieties, but you just have to push through it if you want to expand and, you know, vibe to a higher consciousness. And sometimes ego is certainly okay. Um, Mm. Some people even get annoyed with others for not having enough ego. (laughs) Um, So how can I be more loyal to my higher self? Mm. And that's usually, those are questions like, this doesn't feel like this is best for me in the long run, mm. but it feels good right now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those long-term questions, benefits of being discerning about your actions uh, and the present can't, like, they're not always fun, mm-hmm. but they can also, they can be really beneficial in the long term. And uh, that's where making uh, calculated and calm decisions come in. And the selfishness that we talked about earlier, how, like, Leos won't spend their time with you because they'd rather take a nap. But it's not because they have to be selfish because they can't take care of anybody. They can't take care of their families. They can't be as generous as they want to be if they don't have any fucking resources to give. So everybody's like, oh, self-care isn't selfish. Well, who's going to be the fucking rulers of self-care? A fucking Leo. Because they're, like, three steps ahead, and they're like, I'm going to need a nap before I go out and engage in this shit. Absolutely. So that's what I think. That's, you know, being loyal to your higher self is also being loyal to your future self and your future needs. Yeah, and that can be, that can manifest itself from anything, from having a savings account or Mm -hmm. having a nap or (laughs) uh, going to college or going to technical school, like whatever it is that your higher self, and that's really like, when we say higher self, I mean consciousness and what's best for your your long-term Growth, yeah, and spiritual growth. Growth and also like what will allow you to then in turn be of service to others, because ultimately none of our lives here are for us. Hmm. Like we, sure, we have selfish moments, but if we're not here and it not beneficial to others in some way, then we are living completely selfish lives that just aren't really of benefit to others. And we might have to come back and repeat any lessons that we didn't learn. Yeah. I'm sure we'll choose to because as we are all, you know, pieces of the ball of light Mm -hmm. of existence, 
we'll be like, oh, shit, I didn't really get it that lifetime. I think I'm going to go back and try it again. Yep, and it gets harder and harder every time you come back. Mm. Uh, What does my status say about me? And this doesn't necessarily have to be like, well, I drive a BMW, (laughs) so I'm, and it's brand new, and it's the most expensive model, so um, obviously I'm great. This can be like, am I too invested in my status? Mm. Or do I need to be more cognizant of how I spend my time or money or my resources in reflection of what I really want to accomplish here Mm -hmm. with my time on this planet. And as Leos, we cannot stand to be inauthentic. So the things that we surround ourselves with, like the cars and the hair and the clothes, they're going to represent ourselves. Mm -hmm. That's like a very Aquarian thing. Like they want everybody to be an individual, but they also don't want to rock the boat. But Leos want to rock the boat and be an individual. So, like, self-expression is of the utmost importance. So, we'll have a BMW, but it's going to be the nicest fucking BMW. And it might have spinners on it. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what do I want my status to stay about me in reflection? Mm-hmm. Um, and that is, if it if that BMW does have spinners on it, what does that say about me that I want to communicate to somebody who might be seeing me drive by, but doesn't actually have the opportunity to get to know me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, they're spinners, but are they gold spinners? Are they purple mm-hmm. spinners? Or rainbow! They- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rainbow, and are you flinging three... Co- free condoms out the sunroof or <laughs> like, like like or what you know it's like how is what you have and what you do in your life reflective of what it is that is in line with your higher purpose mm-hmm. and i feel like that's that creativity need to self-express the need to shine the whole the whole sun thing yeah oh the, the need to self-express the need to shine like the sun is definitely like we take the heart and that creativity and we just want to push it out and i guess it can overwhelm people but that's how we express ourselves totally and so how can i more fully share my gifts and talents in a way that brings joy to others because joy is such a core value of leo Mm. so how can i be more joyful and have fun and embrace my inner child And focus on that feeling of joy. And remember, it may sound cliche, but it's a cliche for a reason. Laughter really is the best medicine. That belly laugh, like intense ear to ear grinning, like weeping, banging on the floor, like you can't fucking breathe. That shit will cure cancer. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, Not a doctor, but I will say that at least make you feel better while you have it, Mm -hmm. if you have it, and then you might not have it much longer. Um, So, yeah, that is New Moon and Leo. Uh, New Moons are all about manifesting, so take some time, sit with yourself, go outside and enjoy this new moon. It's going to be dark. Mm. I mean, there's going to be a solar eclipse that will be visible from the northern hemisphere in North America. Um, Also... Uh, just spending time with yourself, really thinking about what it is you want. Get in touch with your ego a little bit. Maybe let go of some of your ego. Mm-hmm. Um, also, don't be too hard on yourself as there's a lot of other planets in retrograde. Everything. Every, it's like every goddamn thing. <laughs> and they're just throwing wrenches and plans left and right. So uh, 
I'd like to say they're offering uh, varying uh, degrees of reflection. <laughs> well, that's one way of looking at it for sure. For that's, sure. That's my positive Leo ass saying. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, like, usually if you're working with retrograde energy, um, and there's a lot of it in the air, so and normally much. we wouldn't really talk about retrogrades as much as we have. This but there's literally, like, nine. <laughs> I, I think there's six, but there's only nine planets, so there's but more like than the, two-thirds in retrograde, which is a lot. The asteroid. It's like, oh yeah, God! And then Uranus went today. I know. I'm just so Yeah, it's it's a lot. However, <laughs> what happens during retrograde normally happens for a reason, and if you work with it in a positive way, like if you embrace it and you roll with the punches, you nine times out of ten end up in a better place on the other side of the retrograde. And don't use it as, a, as an excuse to not do something. Hell no! No. No, no, no. I mean, there are, it's a better time to, there's lots of things you can do during retrograde, and we're going to be writing about that in our retrograde survival guides, which will be available to our Patreon members exclusively at first. And then um, we will make them available to the public for a limited time via our apothecary page. Also, on our full moon episode, we have another interview coming up with the psychic medium Lee Morgan. And it's a, I can say, say it's a, we've already recorded the interview and I think it might be our best interview. Yes. Ever. I cried in it, and I also don't believe in psychic mediums, I or I didn't, mm-hmm. and I do now. Or at least believe in Lee Morgan. Yeah. Holy fuck. She's quite legit. And also, we're going to be offering a 30-minute free mini-reading that you can win mm-hmm. um, by following us on Instagram and following Lee Morgan. We'll announce all these on our Instagram page. Uh, around the time of the new moon, so you can try to win. Yeah. <laughs> you can p- so, so that you can you- enter the con- enter. Yeah, so that you uh, we'll be entering. Oh, we'll be announcing the contest rules around the time of the new moon, uh, and we'll announce the winner after the full moon episode airs. And uh, we'll just check out our Instagram for the rules. And uh, I just want to say that she's a hundred percent legit, a wonderful person. But, Such a cool person. So down to earth. Like, Yeah. Um, you can talk to her about anything. And even if you win and you don't believe in this stuff, she is a wonderful person just to talk to. And it won't cost you anything. So mm-hmm. what do you have to lose? And with that, we're going to say happy new moon in Leo. Have a great night. And go manifest some some shit in your life. This is the last eclipse. The last eclipse in Leo. You have a huge opportunity to plant some mega seeds. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't forget, each eclipse is like three or four times a new moon. So take all the advantage of this new moon to make what you want in your life happen. Because I bet there's some new space in your life that wasn't there a month ago. (laughs) Right. I, yes, 112,000%. Yeah. So you got some room now. (laughs) Go plant those seeds and go watch them grow. And with that, we're going to leave you with... Public Image Limited off the album Public Image is Rotten. And uh, I think that this really kind of helps to illustrate that quality of exterior persona being so important to Leo.